everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. My name is Jimmy Smith. I'm super excited to be coming back to you today with another uh, episode. Uh, really excited. I've got some stuff I wanted to talk about. Is actually a way to a conference, so I'm going to discuss that a little bit, uh, as well as some other things on fellowship and um, just a different take on a um, on a Bible verse that I'd never heard before, and I, I kind of felt, um, you know, as I was. Uh, at this event, um, just kind of felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me um, kind of a different take on it and just reminding me of something. So excited to get into this. Let's start off with a prayer as we usually do. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all of these biblical business leaders that listen to this podcast. Thank you for the ability to have this podcast, to communicate, to fellowship. Uh, Thank you that you made us as um, human beings, that we are better in fellowship, that iron sharpens iron, that you are with us uh, when two or three or, or more are gathered in your name, you are there with us as your word promises. And I, I praise you and I thank you for that. Uh, I pray that you help all of our businesses, uh, for all, everyone listening now and in the future, that you bless the businesses, that you help us to be a beacon, a light on the hill for you through our business ventures, and that ultimately uh, you allow us and help us to be um, your light uh, for everyone in the world, and that we can bring other people, we can glorify you and your kingdom through our business ventures, through our personal lives, through everything that we do. I thank you. I praise you, and I pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so let's get into the topic for today. So uh, about two weeks ago, a week and a half, two weeks ago at the time of this recording, it'll be two weeks ago um, whenever this comes out, but uh, I was at a conference and it was called the Proving Conference. For those of you that don't know, I know a lot of my listeners actually were uh, at the Proving Conference or know of the Proving Conference already. And uh, for those that don't know, it is a a conference on e-commerce strategies, on selling on Amazon.com, selling on Shopify, uh, partnering with other uh, businesses to help them sell on Amazon.com and other other websites. So um, it's an amazing conference. And uh, we've actually had Jim Cockrum uh, on one of our earliest episodes. And uh, Jim is the one that puts on this conference with his community. Um, and I do a lot of work with Jim and he's, he's an amazing mentor and friend of mine, and he's a godly man. Uh, and I really appreciate his uh, biblical wisdom that he's helped me uh, tremendously with uh, in, my, in my walk um, over the last few years. Uh, but one thing that he does before the Proven Conference is he has members of the community um, put on a worship service. It's the night before the conference, and anyone that wants to come uh, can show up. And uh, it's a, amazingly, uh, it's impactful to, to have to start off a conference in that way. Uh, it's impactful to see, uh, you know, just everyone that is there uh, with the same goal of business, in this case, e-commerce businesses, to be able to worship together um, and and start the conference with the right frame of mind, right? Uh, with, with, you know, setting our heart in the right spot that, hey, we are here ultimately uh, to spread the message of the gospel. We are here ultimately to worship God. And from there, he allows us to have businesses. He allows us to create connections and, and fellowship with each other. And it's just, an, it was an amazing experience for me to be able to go uh, and be at that worship uh, service and to also speak at the conference on some e-commerce stuff that I do. But ultimately, whenever I was at the worship service, and this is something that, I, you know, I, I don't take lightly. I'm not somebody that's like, oh, I heard from the Holy Spirit today, or, or I, you know, heard from God today. This is something that I felt for whatever reason, was put placed in my mind, something that I had never thought of before, and I wasn't thinking of before the, the service at all on this verse. 
And I want to bring you to the parable of the lost sheep. And this is in Matthew 18, 10. I'll start with uh, 18, 12. Um, so what do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes, or, and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it is not the will of my father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Now, for those of you that, that have read through the Bible or, you know, you've been around in the Christian circles at all through, you know, and for any period of time, you know, that we are referred to quite often as, as sheep and that Jesus is the shepherd. And um, that ultimately, that is a very key, um, I guess, message of, of how we are to be uh, and react and think about Jesus in our lives and, and our relationship to God. Uh, because ultimately, it, it makes me want to learn a lot more about sheep behavior, uh, which is kind of an odd thing. I never thought I'd be uh, looking that up. And I'll get to it in a second. But what happened whenever I was at the worship service, I just felt, for whatever reason, the thought popped into my head that, hey, on this, why does God leave the 99 on the mountain to go find the one? Obviously, he wants to rescue the one. But there's something about that 99 that, that Jesus, the shepherd, is willing to leave on the mountain. And for me, that was just another picture of fellowship, that we are here, we are, we are called to be together, we are in this place, and in that case, it was a worship service, that these are the 99, and that while God is out there, Jesus is out there searching for the one that has gone astray, he has left us together because we're better as a pack. We're better in fellowship. We're better in uh, union with each other, networking with each other, being uh, together in, in this setting, and that we are meant to be together. Now, in today's online world, I, I sell a lot in e-commerce. I do pretty much everything online for my businesses. And it's easy for me to get to the point where I just like being by myself. Uh, I'm an introvert in a lot of ways. I like being by myself. I don't see people all the time. You know, I hang out with my friends and my family um, at, at different times. But for the most part, I'm pretty good with being by myself. And I, I enjoy that at times. And I struggle with getting out there and being in fellowship with other believers. And that's something we are called to do, absolutely. But for some reason, this verse, something I had never thought of in this way before, just struck me as you know, Jesus, whenever he leaves to find the one, to save the one that needs it, he leaves us, the 99 together, because we are better as a pack. We are better as, uh, you know, we can build each other up. We can protect each other. We can uh, keep, keep us safe from predators that would try to pick us off, right? If there's 99 sheep, the predators are going to be less likely to come after the sheep. Uh, and so, being within that fellowship group is a very powerful thing, and it really is getting me thinking about how can I do more to get into fellowship? How can I do more to uh, be with other believers as much as I possibly can, um, which is easier said than done, obviously, and I'm being completely transparent with that. But ultimately, it's something that we are called to do. And I, I really, really enjoyed that the spin on that verse. Obviously, I've heard it preached over and over about how you know, God will leave the 99 to save the one, that he doesn't want anyone to go astray, that he's out there searching for that one, trying to bring them back to the pack. But one thing that I did do, and I wanted to share it with all of you, is I looked up a little bit more on the sheep behavior. 
And so here's one thing from sheep101.info, which is an interesting website, but uh, safety in numbers is this is talking about sheep. So sheep are gregarious. They will usually stay together in a group while grazing. In fact, a sheep will become highly agitated if it is separated from the group. It is the banding together in large groups, which protects sheep from predators, which will go after the outliers in the flock. This is not a Christian website that I know of. This is not a biblical website that I know of. But if you can break that down into that exact verse, it's pretty incredible the power that verse actually has when you look at it from the basis of obviously the shepherd being willing to leave and go get the one, but also us as the sheep that are still in the pack together. So first, let's look at it is the banding together in large groups which protects the sheep from predators. Okay. So we are left as the 99 and one banding together in a large group to protect, be protected from predators, from the enemy. Being together in a large group and fellowshipping together and lifting each other up and iron sharpening iron, these are the things that will protect us from the plans of the enemy. If we are in union with each other, if we are working with each other, if we are looking for unity um, you know, underneath the umbrella of of. Jesus' love, right? And so we need to be together and be in fellowship. And obviously, for some of you, this is easier than for others. Um, introverts, it's, it's probably kind of difficult to get out there like it would be for myself in a lot of ways, <clears throat> excuse me, in a lot of ways. But this is something that is motivating me to get out there. Additionally, it says that predators will go after the outliers in the flock. And so I want to talk about that one, that one that runs astray, that goes astray. The shepherd wants to protect that one from predators wants to bring it back to the flock because the predators will go after the outliers. And obviously one sheep by itself is a target from predators uh, in that case. And so, you know, that's probably where you've heard the majority of uh, preaching done on this, this, uh, this Bible verse, but I, I wanted to at least bring that up, right? I don't want to forget about the one, and that's the ultimate message that Jesus is leaving to get the one and bring them back to the flock. But there is also a deeper message um, with having us be together as the ones that are the sheep that are underneath the protection of the shepherd. Um, if you know the shepherd has to go and get the one, the 99 stay together as they're grazing on the field, and they're more protected because of it. Additionally, uh, this is from a different website, livingwithgotlands.com. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, it's about um, you know raising sheep. I guess that's the name of the people uh, that are running the website. But it says sheep behavior, flocking instincts. Sheep have a strong flocking instinct. They feel safer when gathered together. Sheep need other sheep to feel safe. Separating one sheep out from the rest of the flock is disturbing and frightening to them. Now, sheep need other sheep to feel safe. I think that that's also a powerful illustration of uh, or comparison to the Bible verse that we need each other as Christians, as believers, uh, to feel safe and to help each other up uh, moving forward. Now, this principle actually goes back to the beginning of the Bible, Genesis 2.18 the Lord God also said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make for him a suitable helper. Obviously, this is the creation of the world, creation of Adam and Eve. Uh, but this is a principle that goes back to the very beginning. I mean, you open up page one of the Bible, it's going to be right there 
for you, telling you, hey, we are not good to be alone. We need to have helpers. We need to be in fellowship and, and working together for this thing. We need to be the light of the world. And how can we do that best? By working together and being in fellowship with each other, with our businesses, with our you know, spiritual lives, our personal lives, etc. Now, there is, uh, I wanted to go through some other verses that talk about um, fellowship. So Thessalonians or First Thessalonians 5:11, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Hebrews 10:25, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. First John 1:3, that which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you so that you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. That's, these are powerful verses. There's tons of them, right? Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. But ultimately, we are there, and again, I will tie this back to business as well, but we are there as Christians to lift each other up, to protect each other, to watch out for the enemy. The cool thing about sheep, which I don't have the, the reference for it now, is that their eyes are set far apart so that they can see more of their surroundings so that they can be protected. They can watch per, for predators a lot easier. Now, the one thing that they can't do is see behind themselves. So that's the way to get a sheep is by coming up behind them. Um, where they, when they least expect it, where they aren't being alert. And the best way probably for them to be taken from being from behind them is because other sheep aren't around them. That's when a sheep can be in trouble if it's by itself and a predator can come up from the back where they can't see them. So if you're around other sheep, you'll be, you'll have a, a, a bunch of other sheep that are looking out, watching your back for you. Now, Let's tie this into business a little bit. Um, that's obviously a general principle that, hey, we should be fellowshipping with other believers uh, in you know, home groups, in church, whatever it might be for you. Um, ultimately, though, we need to be in fellowship. Now, from a business standpoint, while I was at this conference, I just, after I felt kind of the, hey, the 99, this is, these are the 99 that the Bible is talking about. These are the people that we need to be in fellowship with people that are, um, from a business standpoint, we can all be one flock together, right? We can all be one flock working together for the glory of God and protecting each other. We can worship God together before a conference. That is a powerful thing to set our hearts and our minds in the right place before a conference starts at the Proven Conference. Um, it was an amazing experience, but what we need to do as business owners, is be willing to go out there, make connections, uh, you know, work with other Christian business owners if possible in your area. Try to put together a group so that you can fellowship, you can network with each other. Uh, try to ultimately figure out and and you know read the word together so that you can interpret it with each other. You can go through it together, and you're building up your network. Um, obviously, it helps from a business standpoint, but it helps from a spiritual standpoint. So people that you're working with can ultimately say, "Hey, this is something that uh, you know you need to watch out for." Like I see things slipping here. Like, oh, I see your business is slipping in this area. Here's how I would suggest you get some help for that. Here's how I would fix that. It's from a business standpoint as much as it is from a spiritual standpoint. 
that we are supposed to be together and we're supposed to be working with each other. It, it lends to uh, having you know, employees or independent contractors, people working with you in your business, because ultimately that's something that then you, you can fellowship, you can lead, you can um, you know, help other people as well to provide for their families. You can be an example and you can be a light on the hill for the world to see uh, your faith through your business through everything that you are and the way that you live your life. And so um, I, I pray that this message blesses, blesses you today. Uh, I was really blessed at the conference to have a lot of people come up and tell me uh, how much this podcast has helped them. Uh, that was uh, pretty incredible for me to see and, and is a blessing that um, in any way that God has worked through me uh, to help people through this podcast. It really uh, motivated me to want to pursue more of these things, uh, pursue more of trying to help from a biblical standpoint, um, you know, as many people as I can. And so uh, I really appreciate for those of you that are listening now that uh, came up to me. I, I thank you so much for doing that. For those of you in the Facebook group that have commented and said things like that or commented on the post, ask questions. Thank you for that. That's another thing from a fellowship standpoint, get involved in the Facebook group. Let's talk. Let's, uh, let's answer questions. Everybody in there is, is wanting to help. And also every Everyone in there uh, is a Bible-believing uh, person, and they run businesses or interested in running businesses, or they're a leader in somebody else's business, business, whatever it might be, but we are all there. We are one big flock. Let's utilize that fellowship as much as we can, but also don't ignore the local flock that you're supposed to be a part of um, because it'll help protect you. It'll help your business. It helps you spiritually. It helps you in so many ways. Get connected. And uh, hopefully this is a good reminder for you to do that. And then lastly, this is just a podcast uh, thing. If you could please review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. Subscribe um, to the podcast on Spotify or Apple, wherever you are, whatever you listen to. Uh, that helps the podcast in so many ways. And so I appreciate you all. And I, I pray that this message helps you. And um, I'm looking forward. I've got a lot of ideas that I, I want to um, bring to the group a lot of ideas that I want to bring to the podcast and, and different things that have really been um, things that I've had to work on in my life. And ultimately, um, I hope that that it helps you as well uh, as I do more of these podcast episodes. Um, and eventually, I'm going to start adding in more people again, right? Doing interviews and whatnot. But right now, I'm in a string of uh, different I guess, messages or different um, things that I'm working through in my own life. And I, I hope that it blesses you as well in this period. So thank you so much, everybody. Um, I pray that you uh, are blessed and that you be the blessing to everyone around you. Have a good one.